episode 116 we made a podcast oh, i forgot saying uh, just says we made a podcast what was it saying just says this dude seriously got issues in his portuguese numbers why do i feel like this camera's weird uh we made a podcast.com we made a podcast on all social media if you hear a noise in the back it's hot up in caesar up in the studio listen to this it's hot up in the studio you know what i'm saying uh caesar can you fix the camera we made a podcast.com at, we made a podcast on all social media. Please free Lula. <laughs> Big facts. Um, we got videos, uh, YouTube, our YouTube channel. You can check it out through wemadeapodcast.com. And uh, make sure you check out Drill the Gooner dropping them videos. Make sure you check out Tiki Talker Podcast. Hopefully, Big Bam and Holly, that's me. Holly have an episode Ooh. coming soon. Did you say, and then ho- hopefully, hopefully uh, they don't know who's talking. Hopefully, um, you said. I, let me let me go ahead and say this again, actually, because my friends are whack, and I want to do this special episode with my friends, and they don't care, actually. Um, so maybe we can do. I can maybe I should do that episode with Dro. He'll probably care. I want to do this a long time. Season's over. Um, y'all probably already know there ain't that much going on in the football world right now. Vacation, all, y'all. All the transfers have been whack. Even though the teams are practicing with each other. There's been no real transfers that are that meaningful. Agrees with the Barcelona. Don't really care. Um, <laughs> what's the name? Gold Cup's over. Uh, World Women's World Cup is over, and Copa America's over. We just have the Afcon final coming up on the 19th um, in about three days from today. Um, Afcon final. See, you're excited. We got Senegal versus Algeria. Half of my pick. What was your other pick? Nigeria. Senegal, Nigeria, right? Is that what mm-hmm. we did? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, exactly, I'm actually happy, more happy that Senegal made it better than uh, the Nigeria. I think Senegal's a better team. Uh, but the, did you hear what happened last game? What? Koulibaly won't be there in the final. Why? He got a red card last game. Ooh. Yeah, so they, they don't have, wipe it? They won't have huh? Koulibaly, No, they won't have Koulibaly for the final. They don't wipe it like off Louis they V? Don't, they don't wipe it like you said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Caesar Senegal has never won the Afcon final. Mm. Um, Afcon and Algeria has. Guess how many times Algeria has won Afcon? Three. One time in 1990, a year before there goes. A here year goes. before their here civil goes. war started. Here you go. You know what I'm saying? Here goes. You got a whole note of historical Caesar. facts. Everybody knows that Algeria had a civil war from like 91 to the early 2000s. Everybody. Caesar, over 150,000 people died in Algeria that civil war. It was a big deal. I knew a dude who was there. Doing what? He was there in Algeria during the civil war before he came to America. Um, damn. So, yeah, um, they, they won AFCON a year before uh, their civil war started. It was very it was a big tragedy. Um, and now they're having some political issues now, too. They want the uh, uh, Bouteflika got out of there finally, and now they got a new guy. <laughs> they, they, they're trying to get some elections popping in Algeria, actually. So, uh, what was the Civil War about? Like, what was the context of it? That's a great question. Um, since only Drill the Gooners actually for sure listening, and Tark probably, and then me, um, what happened was there were some elections. It was the first free elections after uh, independence from France, even though that happened in the 60s. These are the first free elections. This Islamic the, Party won. They, they they didn't have a free they didn't have not a, a real one not a real one in thirty years since their since their independence. Yeah, sort of like Brazil. They used to have a military dictatorship. Um, so then, uh, yeah, exactly. 
so there was an Islamic party that won the elections, but the military came through and was like, nah, sorry. And then it started a civil war, and it was really bad, yo. It used to be crazy. They used to run up in the villages. It was really bad. Um, but yeah, so we got Senegal versus Algeria in the AFCON final on the 19th. Um, I'm excited for that. Do you think that uh, Sadio Mane should be up for a Ballon d'Or contention if yeah. uh, Senegal wins? Absolutely. I, I think he's got to. Absolutely. Right? Who, Why who, not? Who's the other people? He's won. He he, he won. Uh, he went to the Champions League. Yeah, one Champions, Champions League. League final, and he's if he wins Afcon, dude, that's awesome. It, would he be the only player that? Uh, well, no, I guess I guess. Uh, well, the only real player, Allison, doesn't count. Um, was there any other Brazilian on uh, Liverpool? Fabinho. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't get called up though, right? Yeah. So I think he would be the only player that won Champions League Champions and won, a, League and won and a, a national and trophy, an international trophy this season, right? Yeah, what, he what? absolutely would be. Was there any uh, Liverpool players in the Gold Cup? There's no Mexicans in Liverpool. <laughs> you don't even got to ask about uh, <laughs> American players. Uh, um, Liverpool? No, yeah. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, I think honestly, like, I, I mean, I honestly can't even think of another. Play- I'm gonna look up his stats right now. I forgot to look up, look it up earlier. In that in that Algeria game, he was kind of he he was being silky as usual. He was looking good out there. He's a baller. Oh, yeah. you know what? He was tied for the league in goals, in the leading goals, right? Oh, damn. Wasn't it him, uh, Salah, and Aguero yeah. all had 22? Um, he he ended the season 50 appearances, 26 goals. That's a great year. He literally uh, appeared in every game in Champions League. Every game. He played in every single game. Um, and I would imagine he started. Uh, he had four goals in Champions League. Yo! Yo, Do, don't Mane have to win the Ballon d'Or? You know what? I'm down. He should be the winner. I mean, honestly, I feel like he has to, right? I mean, like he's he should be the winner. Like if 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 uh, City won Champions League and uh, Copa America, I mean, and Argentina won Copa America, maybe you can talk about Cunaguero, but that wasn't the case. No, is literally Mane is the only player that got these two important trophies. Yeah, I think And Senegal's never won it if they win. They've never won That's it. That's really dope. He should win it. Who else? Who else? No, people are going to do the Messi thing as usual. They only won one trophy. They lost Copa del Rey to Valencia. Yeah, crazy stats, though. Yeah, but come on, dog. You only won the league. That's it. Yeah, Mane did win two trip. Two, two, he went home with two trophies. It's really The impressive. biggest trophies especially, of the year. Especially the, the biggest continental trophy in Africa. That's awesome. Two international trophies. Yeah. And the first time for their country, too. Yeah. Martinez won plenty of World Cups. Mm-hmm. Years ago. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying, like, wouldn't be, like, a shock if he won it with Argentina. But Mane winning in Senegal, that'd be the first ever for their nation's history. So he should be committed for that. If they win the, uh, AFCON, there's literally no other player that can win the Dagon Ballon d'Or. Where did you hear first? We made a podcast. I didn't hear anybody talking about uh, my issue win Ballon d'Or, so I'm with it. Let's do yeah, it. He has to win it. We're doing it. Campaign, we, we, we're in support of him. If they win AFCON. Which they <laughs> will. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I don't know, honestly. But I'm still down if they lose it. Um, unless he miss a penalty again and cry like that last year. He needs to get a haircut. <laughs> Yo, let me leave him alone because we might be talking No, but last thing he didn't get it edged up or nothing. He was looking wild. I was like, damn. <laughs> You know you don't know where the barber is in Egypt, dog. He's like, this is. He's like, I don't go. At the, I don't leave the hotel here. You feel me? You know you don't. Um, on that island that's on in the Nile, like I told you about on that one episode. Yeah. <laughs> like you told me on one of your random facts per episode you do. Yeah, um, guys, this episode might be kind of short because there's really not that much going on. Yeah. 
in the football world, but there, it might be long. Who knows? It's all good. Look, we play a hard like three times of the week, so like they they can relax a little bit if they're mad. I, I we mean, did like three in one week or two in a week for for Copa America. Yeah, we did, but we also didn't cover those finals. Yeah, but um, we went hard in group stages that you hate. So, <laughs> only like Kamani. Okay, Caesar. Um, although I, I wanted to do this because we never cover this league like ever, and I only Belgium? and I only watched the highlights to laugh. MLS. Oh, <laughs> um, I actually get excited to watch MLS highlights so I can laugh at them. <laughs> At least they're better than BN's uh, cutting, editing. Oh, I think BN has a, a sound on theirs now for, for the AFCON. It's okay. What makes it funny, my BN is still in Spanish. I don't know why. Wait, on the on the On the, on the website. Or on yeah, the, yeah, the website. Yeah, it's still in Spanish. And then my map, my game was freezing every two, 30 seconds. The same network error. I don't know how the hell for this many years they can't get it right. Like, you know. literally, it was years ago we did this. I literally, years. like, I mean... Years, years ago, people complained about it. Years, I literally when it I was went, ever since they joined that quick like join off Netflix. When I went to that uh, consultation thing for BN in LA that year, literally I was like, "Yo, like y'all gotta fix BN." Uh, what, is, what is it called? Uh, Sports Connect. Yeah, BN Connect. I'm like, you gotta fix that. They're like, "Yeah, you know, we get all the complaints about that." That was 2015, I think. I think time has time has elapsed. It was four years ago. Anyway, Caesar, um, MLS. I just kind of wanted to look to see what's going on. I do it every once in a while. Uh, right now, uh, Philadelphia Union is at the top of the Eastern Conference. You couldn't have paid me to know how much. I, I couldn't have won that money if you told me. All right, start, start give me who's leading the other one. Okay, should okay. I guess the other one? Take a guess, yeah. Leading the Western Conference? Yeah. Oh, can you give me a, ge- a geographical region of the West? I mean, it's on the Western coast of America. Okay. Oh, San Jose? <laughs> no, it's uh, LAFC. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard they're uh, doing good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, LAFC is leading the Western Conference with 46 points, and they're in the, what is it called, Supporter Shield. Uh, they're in Edinburgh, Supporter Shield. 46 points in 20 Supporter games. Shield? That's what you can <laughs> stupid. And then uh, Philadelphia Union has 36 points in 22 games. Um, guess who is leading the league in goals? Oh. Um, um, Wayne Rooney? <laughs> no. Uh, Carlos Vela has 19 goals. He better have 49. And, He's so much better than everybody in the league. And also, okay, guess who's leading the league in assists? Oh, um, uh, Nani. Who? Oh, Nani? Oh, uh, no, it's also Carlos Vela with eight. That's annoying. <laughs> yeah. What is he, Giovinco now? Um, I think, I think, uh, Nico Gaetano is tied for second with seven. <laughs> Old man Gaetan. If he's 39, I'm be upset. Um, what's the name? Who's this? Uh, Zlatan has 13, and uh, oh, Joseph Martinez is 13. They're they're both second. Um, I th- how many games they play in MLS? Is it 34 or 38? I can't remember. But um, are we gonna watch a game or what? We're gonna watch the final. Okay, we'll watch the final. Are you gonna watch a game at some point this season? Yeah, Who? they're on ESPN Plus. I'll, I'll tune in. Like, who do you want to see play? Probably Atlanta. I want to watch LAFC play. Okay. I saw a little bit. I mean, I'm, I watch highlights every once I in a while. I just hate that they have YouTube TV on their jersey. It's pretty rough. But but you, your boy, uh, Lee Nguyen, plays for them, and he's still a baller. Yeah, they have, I heard they have a pretty good team. And they have, like, oh, some balling. They have some like winger that's pretty good, too. Daniel Rossi is uh, from Uruguay. He's a baller. Yeah, they have, they have a little, little, little talent over there. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check them out. Um, I'm I, not going to commit to 90 minutes, though. 
What you gonna commit to? I'll like tune in at like thirty four, maybe or maybe 64. <laughs> okay, sixty four. Okay, somewhere. Like you know what I'm saying? Um, I I gotta see my boy uh, Breck Shea. He's playing for Atlanta right now. Your boy Breck Shea. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be so cool if he rolled up on Bass. Oh, that'd be the greatest thing ever. If, Breck if Shea, I got a picture with Mexico Bass and Breck Shea, that'd definitely make my life. I need Breck Shea to roll up to Dagon Kirkwood, right at the Valero, and kick it with Bass, <coughs> and. Uh, and go kick it with Nick Valencia from CNN. Yeah, you, if he pulls up in Valero in like a Prius, that'd be really dope. Who? Breck Shea? Yeah. <laughs> pulled up in a Prius, like on, on like all murdered out, that'd be dope. We, we need to make, make the episode something about Breck Shea in the title so he can see it and go to... Yeah, and then I, I'm going to I'm gonna Photoshop Breck Shea next to Mexico Bass. That'd be hilarious. Or like him be... fighting him. Like... <laughs> This episode is terrible. It is. Uh, <laughs> this, is this is feeling really robotic and rough. But just to say, can you relax? Uh, we we did used to watch MLS back in the day, but we kind of got over it. Um, and I really want uh, just we, we went to a playoff game. Yeah, we went to we went to a few games. Then we, we did two. To, we, we went to LA Galaxy versus Seattle Sounders. And we went to game. Chivas USA versus yeah. Seattle Sounders. And we saw Seattle Sounders play another time too. I think. Oh no, that was the Chivas versus Seattle Sounders. Yeah. yeah, but we did go to a playoff game. We was trying to, we was trying to get it cracking. No one wanted to. We, we wanted to fight. <laughs> I was down to get a push going. Around. I wanted to have a big brawl in the stands. Doubt to see how I felt to be a passionate fan. Yeah, huh? just to see if MLS can turn up like that. It was a bunch of people holding champagne. I'm not gonna lie though. I heard, I heard that the, the the rowdy fans of the LAFC fans, not the LA yeah, I've heard Galaxy about it, fans. but it's Fugazi. I'm like, but you know what? I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm kind of offended by it. Hmm. I'm kind of offended mm-hmm. by it. I know why. I know why. Because me it. too. Because I'm like, yo, how are you going to be down a fight for a team that came out two years ago? Yeah. Like, that don't make you sense. You can't ride or die for a team no. that, that, that's younger than most people in the, the country. Yeah, like, come on now. Like, y'all are just doing that for that you're, one reason. You're literally y'all are being a, a stereotype. You're literally established 2017 yeah, EST. And, and you're being a stereotype. Like, you just want to be the Raider fans of MLS. Yeah, and, and then they're like, yeah, they're the all black. And then and then the team is like, the team uh, uh, arena is like kind of in the hood. I'm like, just get out of here. Yeah, like, they, they're being extra. They probably pay them to fight. We were trying to have an organic fight at an MLS. Match. I was trying to get it. Happen. Remember those like this old dad over there? Like, yeah, let's, let's do it. You were talking hella shit to them dudes. They didn't want fine. no problems. I was trying to get a fight going and then end up on Sports Center. Um, but yeah, it didn't happen. I don't think it'd be, it'd be going down like that. I guess they got some neo Nazis at, at a NYCFC. Uh, well, I heard about that. You, um, I think you said that. I think we talked about, about that. Yeah, yeah, we before. did. I can't remember if we, we really talked about it. But yeah, they got some neo Nazis. That's not a fun fight. They don't fight fair. Um. But yeah, so that's our MLS update, and uh, make sure you. Enjoy. <laughs> okay, Caesar, um, we've been seeing a lot of backlash to a player um, that we have been covering for a very long time. Um, you know, we've been talking about her for a very long time, but it's kind of brand new. Everybody hopping on her tip. Almost thought you said Neymar. Oh God. We got to talk about Neymar off. We talk about Neymar off the show. Now, it's too much. It's now. too much. Like it's just. I don't want to just keep pounding away at it on the show. <laughs> Pause. But uh, Caesar, there's been a lot. I, I want to. You know, we've done this in the past. We did a message to Pulisic, a message to uh, Carius, the goalie from uh, Liverpool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I sent a message to him. Sent a message to Pulisic after uh, the USA didn't make the World Cup. I'm mad as he didn't want Champions League. Who? Liverpool. Why? Carriers? You mad that what? How mad is Carriers to Liverpool won Champions League? Oh, he's salty. <laughs> um, but I want to go ahead and send a message out. We're going to send a message out to Rapino haters. 
Or we just call them incels. That's pretty much what they are. I don't know. Caesar might end up being one soon, too. Um, here's what I have to say to the Rapino. <laughs> Ouch. Rapino haters. I got some notes here. Here's the first thing I want to say. It's too late. It's too late. You're hating on her too late. She already won the World Cup many times, and she's 34. Like, she's not going to be playing for that much longer. You're hating on her way too late. She's done it all. And she won a golden boot. Yeah. She's achieved the best of the top of the best. She couldn't play any better in the World Cup after even missing the game, too. Because you know why. Yeah, we already know why. Um, although I did see her and uh, Alex Morgan together. On, yeah, they uh, sat together, too. Yeah. They, 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 they did an uh, interview together. Actually, um, Jimmy Kimmel said something like, oh, well, like, you know, how'd you guys, how were you guys able to win the World Cup twice in a row? Or he said something like that, and it was really cute because Megan Rapinoe was, like, pointing at Alex Morgan, like, like, like that's the reason right there. Yeah, that's, that's I was dope. like, that's really cute. Uh, Alex Morgan's rocking that Versace dress, too. Um, not that I would, like, know, but it said Versace all over it. Um, I was like, Brandon yeah, Heavy. Hard body. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, you know about uh, Versace dresses? Uh, only if it says it on there. Um, chill out. Okay, I want to say that at the end, actually. Um, oh, this also, like, it, like it's too late. The, the, she's going to monetize the haters after she retires. Like, all this hate on her is just going to make her bigger for when she retires and moves on to what she wants to do next, which will probably be in media. And I think it'd be really dope to see her and Hope Solo having, like, a show or, like, a podcast Talking about world football, like that'd be dope. Like, that'd be like hard. doing something similar to what that'd we do. That'd be hard. That'd like Rapino and Hope Solo. That I would. That'd that'd the first really soccer d- podcast I really, really, really be super hyped for. Like for real. Like, like on the big scale. That'd yeah, be dope. Like that'd be really dope, yo. Um, so we should tell them about that. Like I don't know if they're homies like that, but it'd be really cool. Even if they're not, like it'd be cool to like they can like kind of go at it because they're both very opinionated and very. Um, even if they're both, even if they're not homies, I think they'd be good if they're on opposite sides of the spectrum, kind like of, where yeah. they come from. So that'd be cool to hear that for sure. Um, neither of them really had like, well, Hope Solo kind of came from a rough background in some ways. Uh, Rapino didn't necessarily, I don't think, but like her brother got caught up in uh, the dope game and. Uh, drug, drug addiction and stuff like mm. that. Um, one of the reasons also that... Uh, this is a message to the haters. I, to the Rapino haters. I know part of the reason why they hate on her so much. Not just because she's a woman. That's a big part of it. It's also because she's gay. Um, I don't think that they would... Uh, can you relax? You on, mm. that, you, you, you on that extra stuff right now. You literally did that. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Um, it's on camera. Okay, chill out. Just pick it up. <laughs> I don't think that if it was Julie Ertz being very outspoken like this, I don't think she would get the same backlash. If it was Julie Ertz, blonde with an NFL uh, uh, husband, no, she wouldn't. She, I think it'd be like, I think they wouldn't even get attention really. Yeah, it'd get like a little bit, but they wouldn't get the. It wouldn't get no, the no. same. She gets a blowback because she's like. Wearing like like the suit with nothing under and like has the has the hair color pink and then yeah, she's, and like she's very proud of being gay and like yeah, they hate that yeah. like they really hate that and it makes her a it makes her an easier she, target for them and she like basically like cussed at the thought of going to the White House all that stuff they I think hate if, it. I think if it was Julie Ertz it wouldn't get the same kind of backlash. no I think so too 
You think it gets the exact same? No, I'm saying like I agree with you. Like yeah, that. yeah, it wouldn't I, get the same. No. It gets some, but not the same. No, I think she's. It makes her an easier target that she's gay and she's outspoken, and she doesn't have like this traditional lifestyle. Like, um, like, uh, I mean, I know it's not going to be the best episode, but damn, you you doing all that? <laughs> now I'm joking. Um, that she doesn't have this traditional sort of life. Like they make it's easier for them to just attack her from all angles. You know. Yeah. That's for the Rapino haters. This is another thing I'm wondering too. You think Crystal Dunn is hoping Rapino relaxes? What? You think Crystal Dunn? Crystal like, Dunn? Yeah, you think she telling her she wish Rapino would chill out? Why? What do you think about Crystal Dunn? I mean, she's a good player. I don't really know much about her like uh, stance on things because Rapino is very outspoken, and there's been some other women on the team that have been outspoken. I haven't seen the Crystal Dunn say Jack. Maybe she doesn't think she has a spot like that. What do you mean? Like, she thinks that her spot can be getting up anymore. Like, Rapino's kind of solidified as long as she balls out. But, but, like, but Rapino's 34. I know, I know, but still, like, but I feel like Chris Dunn can be, like, forgotten easily if they, like, took, you if they so? replaced her. Yeah, she's a fullback for that team. But All at right. her team, she plays as a striker. All right. So you think that she's, she'd want to speak out, but she don't want to ruffle no feathers? Yeah, yeah. And it's different <laughs> for her. Why? Go ahead, dog. Whatever. Because I, I don't feel like players, a player, I think it's harder for players of, like, of like a, a black player or, or like a uh, so it's because she's black. I think don't it's be har- afraid. I just think it's harder for her to like be able to because take she's that stance. Black. Yeah. So I think that I think like like if she's black, she would get like uh, they'd go. If she wasn't black. I mean, because she's black, they go harder on her. Like if so she were if she, to make so, a statement. So if she was to come out and be like as outspoken or in a similar fashion, then yeah, I think Rapino, that I think be I think backlash. I think she'd be kind of like where like Rapino is like that. It'd be like they'd like be well, hitting Rapino her pretty hard. I know, I'm not saying that, I'm not talking about Rapino's character, I'm saying like the kind of backlash Rapino gets, I feel like Crystal Dunn would get if she did the same thing as Rapino. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Get, but do you think it'd be worse because she's black? Um, she might get different slurs. Yeah, they might, they might get a little more creative, I guess. You said that Rapino's getting this backlash because she's black. Yeah. Um, you well, said that. I didn't say that on the show. Oh, my bad. I'm bringing up my stuff my about the, the group see, chat. Is that what we doing? No, you, you said that on the phone. I thought that you was going to stand on that. I am standing it on the phone. Okay, my bad. <laughs> I okay, but see, honestly, I didn't. I thought maybe you were saying on the Carly Lloyd, like she's like black on the low. Oh no, no, no. that's our no, she's not. Okay, okay, okay. That's honestly what I thought you were saying. Dog. <laughs> I was like, well, shoot, maybe she's seen something I didn't. It's the same thing as I was saying. I was like, when when Hardy was talking about how many black players Real Madrid has, I was like, well, Hazard counts too. <laughs> <laughs> The hair, the hair though. You seen that hair? Yeah, he got that same hair as Luis Suarez. You, well, you wonder why he never grows it out? Because he got that same hair as Luis Suarez. That like no, the, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That black hair. <laughs> um, Luis Suarez's hair is Asian. What? Um, but yeah, the Rapino hair. Like I, I don't know if you've seen this stuff on Twitter and on Instagram, whatever. Mm. It's really insane. I'm like, yo, can y'all like, what are you wasting your time for? Hating on Megan Rapino. It's t- it's already over. I'll be honest with you, that feels like kind of like lame to me. It's like it's over, dude. There's way more fun to have hating on something else than picking on Megan Rapino. Who's already she already won. It's dude. already over, dog. You're <laughs> supposed to like start getting it in at the group stage and start obliterating here. It's already over. They already won. A they won SPs and stuff. What are you doing wasting your time tweeting about they're her not gonna, they're not gonna signing take it a ball? They're going to take it away. I, I meant that like they even blew up in the UFC community and stuff like that, too. Of course. This is all incest. No, because like that one DC guy said that she's like really whack for that. Who, who's DC? Uh, D- Daniel Cormier. Remember the one I'm, I'm really mad that you said that DC guy. Like, you don't know him. And, like, no, I'm right saying you don't know him. No, his whole back. No, I know who he is. You know probably his wife's name and his kids' names. You've seen that DC guy. Like, you don't know everything about him. 
Where was he born? I don't know. But know, I know he. You know, I know he wrestled. I know he wrestled Oklahoma State. Yeah, geez, no, damn. Um, so Daniel Cormier was. What, what did he say? He basically went on Twitter and said that that, that, that just, he thought it was really disrespectful what she did. And what would she do? Especially the one that she turned away the kid. Mm-mm. She didn't turn him away. That's what he said. Basically, that it was turning her away. You be saying fake news, Caesar. What did he actually say? I don't have the. You want me to pull the tweet? I mean, you the one over here trying to. Like, I'll, I'll grab. Yo, I mean, she didn't turn the kid away. That's I know. I'm not saying she did. He. That's exactly what you said. Does he? Does he say she turned the kid away? Or, or... you're doing this because this show is rough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, they're talking. She didn't turn the kid away. She just didn't really like look up when she was like signing the autograph for the ball. But I'm like, yo, dog, like you can pick out a million different things. And I seen somebody like, actually, you know what? I actually knew that about the UFC because. I saw somebody tweeting about it, and they were like, you guys actually, you guys like Conor McGregor, but y'all don't like her? Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, like, no, just, that's Just facts. say you hate women, dude, because if you can't get behind her, but you can get behind Conor McGregor. Like, come on now. Look at Caesar's fake. The uh, issues that he replied, he was getting blown up over. Here we go. Um, He replied here. He said, with success comes great, comes great responsibility. You can't love the adulation, but ignore the chance to guide youth. Um, for, for all the hoopla that celebrities and athletes and fans, the fans are the ones that matter the most. That experience could have meant so much to that kid. Very disappointing. What is he even talking about? He's trying to get Trump supporter fans and incel fans like you. Then someone said, Hey, how can you judge that off? It's seven. He's like, how can you judge what someone does off a seven second clip with no context? Yeah. Like, like, has she talked to him before? We don't know what's going on here. He says, drone. I know there have been many times the guy's name who replied oh, to. Oh, oh. I know there have been many times where I have been too busy to do a signature, so I say I don't have time. But if I do, I try and sign. I sign. If I sign, I try and engage the person, even the smallest engagement. You're not obligated, but one day people won't want your signature. This dude is so lame, trying to get yeah. incels to like him more. You should have signed John Jones. A heel when it kicked you upside the head. How about that? <laughs> when you got busted upside your head, you were crying. There was snot coming out your face. You should have signed some, snot boogers, or you should have you should have signed something then. Nobody was nobody asked for the autograph when you got molly wiped by John Jones. You fat loser. <laughs> God damn. It's so lame. It was everybody really jumps on the bandwagon because they're just trying to get those guy fans. I agree. I thought it was really whack. But you still follow him, though, right? I don't follow him. The hell? Why would I follow DC on Twitter? Do you call him a nickname? Damn. All right. Okay. You call him his nickname and stuff. I bet if he was fighting this weekend, you'll watch it. Yeah, I want to see him get his ass beat again sure. and cry. Anyway. Um, but yeah, message to the Rapino haters. Just, just, it's not doing anything for you. It's not doing anything against her. It's too late. You know, like, she's been outspoken. She kneeled for the national anthem. Over two years ago, we have the pictures. Over two years so ago, it's she so was doing. Old. She was doing that in support of, of all the injustice two years ago. You know who else kneeled for the national anthem? Hertha Berlin. John Brooks is his name. John Brooks, the one center back, the German American dude. 
Is it Brooks? Yeah, Jonathan Brooks. Yeah, he kneeled for the national anthem. Uh, Hertha Berlin did that back then. We had we had the photo for that too. Yeah, you Caesar, you forgot. I did forget that they did that. <laughs> yeah, we put. Uh, that, I forgot I'm a Hertha Berlin fan. I forgot. We we, we put that picture uh, in one of our episode cover uh, pictures. Y'all are late, and just you know, if it was another type of podcast, I'd be a little bit more harsh on you guys, but. You know, Drow's listening. We'll save it for our secret podcast. Yeah, Drow is listening. He's the only person listening, even though we support everybody else. <laughs> Drow and Tark is the only one actually going to respond <laughs> to this podcast. So. So, Drow and Tark are the only ones listening. If you're not Drow or Tark and you're listening to this podcast, please hit us up on Twitter at We Made a Podcast. Now. Prove it. <laughs> for real. Because uh, if we don't get any, we might just cancel. <laughs> I might don't just, say that. <laughs> all right. Um, Okay, anyway, Caesar. Um, yeah. I had this question, even though I'm sure you didn't read the show notes. I read the show notes. You had three bullet points four, on there. Four. <laughs> um, okay. Since there wasn't that much to talk about, I was... Can you chill? I mean, we could have done that philosophical episode today, but you, you didn't even read it. But um, you didn't respond. Caesar, uh, one of the frustrating things about doing this podcast... Because we have the best soccer podcast in the world. But the, one of the realities is that soccer just isn't that big in America. Um, it's not really mainstream like that. Um, do you think that it is either of these factors or maybe another factor that's keeping soccer from being bigger in the United States? Race or class? Which one do you think, or do you think it's a totally different issue? Don't say a little bit of both. Just, just uh, I think it's class. You think it's class more than race? Yeah. Okay. I think that um, what I've kind of learned over the years is that, you know, uh, poverty in America is across all races. Absolutely. And um, I think that, I think it's kind of annoying people just associate with people that are, are, are of low socioeconomic status is just like either being black or Mexican and um, I think that it's across, it's all races and right? There's people that are, are, are not, that are not in the elite or not upper class families. Yeah, hope so. And this soccer, the, soccer to me, the only sport that seems to be more expensive than soccer is hockey out here. And it's a shame that uh, uh, soccer is this expensive and, it, and it's, 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 if it was, I think class is making it difficult. It's seen as like, almost like a prep sport. In, it's an elitist type it, of sport. An elitist sport. It doesn't resonate with people in the community. Unless they come from backgrounds that are outside the United States, mm-hmm. and it's and that's really frustrating. Like, think about it. If if whenever like you even sometimes hear about players of like let's say they're black or something like that and they play soccer, somehow they're once like commonly they always have some kind of Haitian background or something going on or some Caribbean thing, and that sucks because what you want to hear if the sport's growing in urban neighborhoods or even low socioeconomic families that are and the players are minorities, specifically, you want to hear that they have. Are I just African American kids or just kids from America? You know, interrupt you for one second. It's interesting that you said that because it's like you said that um, it's either the kind of elitist type mm-hmm. of kids or the kids that come from like a Hispanic background that play soccer mostly. But it's interesting that we don't have very many Hispanic players on the men's national team, except the ones that's like from Mexico. Because I think Paul Ariola. No, they have a few. But there's a few. Who? 
They had like those, those center backs Gar- for a while. I, I don't think Greg Garza. No, they had a center backs for a while. I forgot his who, name. Like Omar Osvaldo. Gonzalez. They had Omar Gonzalez. They had like Osvaldo, but did, whatever. But, but did they come up in American systems or in we, Mexico? We even had that one Hercules Gomez dude. He was a player for the did, USF but did he for a come while. Up, did he come up in American system or in Mexico? Honestly, I wouldn't want to. I don't know. Because I think Paul Ariola, if I'm not mistaken, he might have came up mostly in Mexico. I, I'm not sure. I know he's from San Diego. But I don't know if he spent yeah. like his early playing years playing here or in Mexico. Hmm. Um, but yeah, but you would think because let, let's just be real. Like yeah. when we were coming up, like soccer was kind of seen as a Mexican sport, kind of. I mean, we're in, from Southern California. Yeah, but like this, when I go to out in lunch and I go to the yard, I'd see like if the kids are like Latino, I'd see them playing soccer. Yeah, and then if I see okay, like, you don't gotta say that part, but like, but you don't see like that that level of representation in the men's national team or those levels, and I think that's kind of a more obvious uh, showing that it is more, more of class. an elitist yeah for sure yeah because I mean like think about it if it was if it was if it was structured to make it easier for people who are less wealthy families to play I think you would see even more engagement across the board and you'd see those players be, be able more, to make it out be all Latino team yeah when you watch when, when whenever like think about it they promote I mean, think about it. Even the basic structure, they still promote going to college mm-hmm. to 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 advance and, and become a professional in the United States in soccer, right? Mm-hmm. They always talk about, oh, UCLA and Stanford and all this. And, I mean, are those schools even, like, catering to that as well? Like, I don't know. Even when you have that kind of system going on, I feel like that's still catering to the elite when you have, oh, like, the collegiate system as your route to make it as a professional. Absolutely. Like, that, yeah. a collegiate system is not in, uh, for the people. If Mexico is better than the United States at soccer, which is obvious, how, how, how the hell is it not? We got so many uh, people of Mexican descent in America, like millions on millions. How the hell is not the men's national team all Mexican? Like, for real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's so obvious. It, 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 it's so, I mean, it's so obvious. They're pricing just, people out. They are literally pricing people out. They would rather receive the families that are very wealthy yeah. to come and play the sport. And, and, then, that, that's and, and, the, and at and the same that, time, that's kind of a racial thing. Obviously, like not every I, white person is rich, not every. No, no. That's why I'm saying, like, yes, it, it is a racial thing, but I think it's more to me. It's a, a higher percentage of being a class issue which than it is a race issue. To the race but, yeah, like it, it ties in together. But if you're telling me to pick which one is more like evident or more of an issue, I think it's a class thing because. I feel like if you were to address one, it, like you could address the race issue, but you still would have socioeconomic problems in terms of families trying to enter and play. But if you address the class issue, at least you would open doors at one yeah. side, and then you could be like, well, here's the racism that's preventing it. It's, they can access yeah. it, and they're still not able to get it. There's a yeah. problem here. And also, too, like going back to the uh, class thing, let's say you know your family's, uh, you know, y'all can afford to go through these soccer ranks, but yeah. you know you show up and you're looking around and you're kind of like, well, damn, dog, like. Or maybe they say some jokes to you, and you're just kind of like, yo, like, I don't feel comfortable for I mean, just think about the the, the top three sports in the United States. What are the top three sports? What, did you say what are? Yeah. Basketball, football, and what, baseball, I guess? Yeah. Like, if you see all three of those sports, there's huge, diverse representation of sports. Yeah, for sure. And then, even, like, when they talked about, uh, um, I mean, MLB, they talked about MLB years ago having a lot of issues with having... Uh, um, like African American representation and other stuff, and then you're seeing that a lot more now. And then and NBA, and of course, and football. That's always been like well, that. Well, at the least, some of the best players ever have been black players. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then so the thing Darryl is, and, and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Hank Aaron, like classics. Dwight Gooden, Frank Robinson. <laughs> there's been tons of players. And, and, and Frank Thomas. 
Frank Thomas. I'm sorry, <laughs> Frank Thomas. From uh, Chicago White Sox. Ooh, okay. Don't sleep. Right? Other ba- other great baseball and the players, best like one, Michael Jordan. Yeah, okay. and then of course one of the greatest of all time, Ken Griffey, like and his and his son, don't, Ken Caesar, Griffey Jr. Don't ever sleep on Tony Gwynn, San Diego native. It went to, I went to college with his son. Tony, uh, Tony Gwynn used to be riding around San Diego State when he was a Tony coach. Don't ever. Tony Gwynn's niece is Audrey. Uh, look, just don't ever not mention ever Tony Gwynn. Long Beach, though. Don't ever not mention Tony Gwynn. I, used to, I went to school with his son. Tony Gwynn used to be riding around San Diego State. Tony Gwynn. No, what, Padres uh, legend. Patrolling people? What no, he, he was riding a coach. around Long Beach. <laughs> I'm playing. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, we got legends. But there's not too many black legends in soccer. Who's a legend? Who's a black legend in soccer? A legend? <laughs> yeah. A legend. Mm-hmm. I guess a, I guess Kobe Jones, sort of. Is he a legend, though? I mean, he's a known name in history. But damn. He legend. didn't really put it down. Who's the... Who's the legends in American soccer? Landon Donovan outright, a thousand percent. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Landon Donovan, outright a thousand percent. Yeah, he never won a big trophy. Legends is a tough word to say. Maybe a legend. Yeah, I don't think the sport's done well enough to establish people as legends in their own sport and in the sport. I don't think they've done that. Yeah, you can't. It's hard to produce say legends when you haven't had success from American athletes overseas, and you're successful American athletes in this country. This the sport. The the MLS only dates back 20, 23 years, and before that it was like NASL or something like that or something weird. Yeah, the and then NASL, back then it was an exhibition league. The biggest NASL player is Pele and Beckenbauer. Yeah, that's it. So sure it, it, it's all been, it's all been like almost like a sideshow here. Yeah, like honestly, way to put it, it hasn't in other countries. It's it's part of a culture. People people associate the crest as like a representation of like their city, like they represent their city. And if you're from Catalan, they represent their, their people, like essentially yeah. representing people. Their like, ethnicity. That's their national team, basically, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Barcelona plays, even those not all the players are Catalonian. But like... Who? That said, not all the players are Catalonian, I'm saying. Oh, you mean Barcelona FC? Yeah, yeah. I'm with the Catalonian No, no, no. I'm saying like, you know, like they see that as a team as like, that team's representing like their people, right? Yeah, exactly. They're wearing the colors of the flag and all that stuff. So the thing is, is on America, you've had like a sideshow for a while, then you had MLS for 20 years. And then like twenty, like it came up, and they were doing the Freddie Adu stuff. So this just hasn't that hasn't happened yet. You need to put in the time and effort. Who knows? Some of these teams have eighteen ninety nine on their jerseys, dude. This has been <laughs> this has been happening for a minute. They've gone to the transactions, and I mean the, the adversity that these the clubs now are trying to deal with. You know yeah. what I mean? Trying to grow. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a it, like Dave Becky said. Oh, it's a class issue to me because once you fix a class issue, then you can start addressing race. Because when you start addressing race, that's that's an issue we have within our culture. Yeah, and I think too, like when people when you look at like diversity, like I think when you are forced to kind of be around people that you know you might feel somewhat not uncomfortable in the sense like you don't want to get along with them, but you just don't really. Maybe you don't speak the same language or you just don't have a similar background. It forces you to integrate and it forces you to, like, fight through that adversity. Like, let's say, like, when you're talking about academies, like, you know, in Europe or something, some kid comes from here and comes from there in the academy. Y'all got to kind of get it together and play together. Like, that's going to build teamwork and it's going to build better players individually, too. I think that in a lot of sports, they do a lot of, um, you know, different races playing together, but they're American. Yeah, I think sure. soccer would be huge for Americans because it would have people of different backgrounds entirely. A lot of first generations, if not just recently immigrants, mm-hmm. yeah. playing together. You know, when I was coming up, the players that were 
were like yeah, there was like a I'll be honest with like a few players were Mexican American, but the players that were like also Latino, a lot of them were actually from outside the country, legit. Like they weren't like actually Americans, like they were actually like they like were, immigrants they here. here. Yeah, they, there's people like from, just came from Venezuela, like barely like into the country. People, so I mean, including you, you came when you were what uh, five years 19? old, nineteen, uh, twenty four. Oh. <laughs> so uh, the thing is, is <laughs> is my expired yet? Um, <laughs> no, like so like. These people and then those players aren't going to be playing for the national team of the United States either. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, they haven't so far. Well, yeah. The only who, who Benny Philhalmer, whatever. Like, <laughs> did he count? He's half Brazilian or something. <laughs> well, actually, the was, I guess some of them German players, but they are actually from Germany. Like they're they're not even. They from were born here. on bases, man. Yeah, they're not even from America by any means. Even though what's his name? I think Brooks got the Illinois tattoo or something. That, like that. makes me so mad. Really, that makes weird. me so mad. He can't name me three cities. He can't name one mayor of Chicago. Not even Rahm Emanuel. I can't. I'm not even from there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I think the one now is Lori Lightfoot or something like that. Look at um, you, but now I'm not even got an Illinois tattoo on your elbow. How does he pronounce Illinois? I want to hear. Oh uh, come on! I want to hear it, dude. That's come not an easy now. word. It took me years to do it. Come on, I'm I'm, I'm here since five, allegedly. Um, on my papers it says that. <laughs> Where I'm not here to show <laughs> it on the camera. But yeah, um, race or class, like. It just sucks that we still have, you know, such a mediocre soccer culture in America. We started doing this podcast to change that, you know, like we were kind of like, okay, let's see if it's good. And we we realized early on that we were doing something really good and powerful and and uh, and and hilarious at times. And with that, we're and we're also fearless about talking about different topics that people don't want to touch. I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back, but you know, I'm saying we go hard on purpose. Um but it just it sucks that we don't have that kind of same push behind soccer that other sports get. Um, you you know, let's talk about it. You know what episode? You know what moment kind of really bothered me about not having to push? Kind of was when MLS did the Black History thing, or the Black oh, the soccer, no, no, when damn. they did the when they did the like oh is soccer like a part of like Black America? I think that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, whatever. Or, the one we covered, right? Yeah, that kind of really bothered me. I didn't sit with me for a while. I know, me too. Like it, it's like that kind of was bugging me for a minute. Well, you know what thing the thing that bothered me on there actually, right. because whatever about what they said, like yeah. that sh- you got those people and they're talking about their experiences, whatever. But it bothered me that none of them said that we need diverse media. Like that, none of them talked about the media because if you don't have some person in the media that can be like have something cool and young and fresh about them, that's how you get people to be like, oh, what are they doing over there? I seen a clip of this guy, like it was funny, or he was talking about like uh, the, the Muslim ban or something. Are you talking about former players just people in general? Hmm? Are you talking about former players that are of color? No, 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 just, I mean, somebody that can do something more or better than, and I hate to just say it like this, but like, what BN has on the locker room. It's like, yo, dog. Or ESPN FC. It's like, you don't want to turn on the TV of the media for soccer and it's just a bunch of old guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That can't really relate to what's going on out here. Like, or that's not going to touch on the important topics. If you ask people in America what they know about soccer around the world, they're going to say it's racist. Straight up. My mom knew about, like, the bananas on the field and, like, uh, spitting on the black players and stuff like that. She didn't care about no sports, but... 
people hear about that stuff. But if the people that you have on your your mainstream soccer media are not going to talk about it or just talk about it for two minutes and not really actually care, you're not going to get the youth. We want to hear about that stuff. You can address the headline, but it's different when you have a discussion about a headline. A discussion, yes. A discussion is what's needed because when you start to see media members' opinions and viewpoints, like it's cute that you want to have an opinion on someone's fake tactics, but it's... When 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 the sport is more than just tactics, the sport is part of a culture. When yeah. you have when you have international tournaments, now you're talking about nationally, like like that feeling of, of, of countries that, and politics and, and stuff. And, and, and wars are reasons why some countries are even in certain conferences. You know stuff. I dropped it again. Um, you know, like that's yeah, going on conflicts and stuff. So like, uh, if you're not gonna if you're gonna have that, but you're not gonna talk about it, then what's even the point of you being there? And people can see through it. People know that it's boring. You know, yeah. like people know. It ain't like we're on this podcast finding the stories. Literally, they're in The Guardian. They're in Gold.com. The people write about these stories. But the mainstream soccer media don't talk about it. We want to hear discussion about it. The, and so, yeah, the MLS thing, like, it was cool. Like, I'm not hating on what they did on there. But, like, I know what I could have brought to the table. I know what you could, or what we could have brought to the table together or separately. Okay, you, you mentioned your point that bothered you, um, like, where precision media. What bothered me the most was the, the word community was used. And it sucked because that community word really, really bothered me. Because I take that word seriously. Like, I, I I care about that. Like, I care about feeling, like, part of something. Community. Yeah, like, I feel like I care about feeling part Apex of something. Community. And, and I, I care about people looking out for each other. And, you know, like, this show, this show yeah, out here, yeah. this show, this show's going on plus plus two years of this going on now and th- 26 th- months 26 months and 26 months we can name on top of our hand uh, on one hand the number of people that have been uh, if, uh, that, that actively listen and directly involved in helping us you know what I mean and you know and it, like you know what I mean so that that we, sucks we tweeted what was the guy named Aaron what Tweeted Aaron West. And we Aaron tweeted, West. We, tweeted him so many times. We tweeted the black arrow guys who are mm, about. Get no response. Just don't don't tell. Like, what does it mean when they were saying that? Like, oh, like this person is all about integrating, like, and like bringing together the cap. soccer community of, of black. Like, I hate to say it, it's cap. It is cap because that we never tweeted them hard, yo. Ain't nobody nobody cared. I was like, and I was talk trying to talk to him. Yeah, I remember, and I and you followed him, and I was trying to hit him. I was like, nah, I'm unfollowing. Sorry, dude. Like, he's too cool for us, apparently. But for me, like, yeah. I, I can't remember how Dro, how we found Dro, or Dro found us. I'm sure, like, maybe I was. Dro, I think Dro actually just jumped in a comment. Well, I feel like maybe I had, um, uh, maybe maybe I had spam tweeted him, or maybe he just found us. I can't remember. But, like, for me, it's like, okay, I see somebody else that's a minority in this country where we don't really be in soccer like that, but they're doing something. He's trying to do something. So I'm going to support that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I, whatever little bit I can do, yo, I'm a, he, even if he wasn't necessarily commenting on our stuff, but I'm going to comment on this stuff. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to see what he's talking about. Um, and he doesn't, he, and I feel like he probably feels the same way. Some of these guys are, are they're they're too cool. You know what I mean? Maybe they're too cool, or they're just kind of like you know we we're trying to look out for ourselves. I don't know what the deal is, but for me, it's like yo, we're trying to make the soccer culture a thing in America and the Absolutely. soccer community. There ain't no community. There ain't no com- what did Nas say? Uh, no more loyalty, no more community. Queensbridge, we gotta have unity. Yeah, I, I still I still pick. 
play pickup soccer since I was seven years old here in America. I haven't seen a change, a dramatic change in, 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 in black people playing since the first time I played in. It's the same thing. Yeah, those, black people, those black people playing at one time, bring in. <laughs> and I'm telling them to come run around with me. I mean, it's funny because when I when I would play pickup soccer in San Diego, it was all black people, mostly because it was all Africans. But, um, but, but yeah, but like black Americans, no, I think no. I would be the only one. If yeah. I'm honest, I'd be the only one. I'd like never see, if I do, like... Like if I do, like they have like some kind of African background of some sort, or like yeah, something no, they're else. all from Africa, I or mean, like, or from like Brazil, maybe they could so. be like Caribbean. But you I'm don't saying, really count. You're from Brazil. I know I don't. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. So. Since you, we want to talk about your stance lately. What are you talking about? We talking you out of me on WhatsApp. No, <laughs> oh, stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, there isn't a community, and that's what we're tr- we're still building the community. And I think if you're not about like reaching out and singing like oh these dudes like the first time we were reaching out to black era fc we or, or and uh aaron or whatever we had watched that atlanta mls uh, black culture thing and then we talked about it on the podcast and we were adding them like yo like we watch y'all's thing and we're promoting it and talking about it nobody you know what i mean it was no not one of them was like oh thank you or not a nothing beep or a whistle. the same thing with the mls thing uh with the black history month thing the fact that the mls works website never put that on their front page actually they never did you had to find that okay mls works never put that round table discussion thing on their front page you go to mls works website <laughs> in february it ain't there in february it was not there you had to find that in that youtube thing it's one same thing we talked about it i was we're adding crystal dunn the one lady i forgot her name the media lady aaron uh west and uh the dude the the black arrow dude or whatever whoever's there nobody respond maybe we got a like or two i can't remember but like for me, it's like when I see somebody doing something like that, I'm trying to promote it. I, I'm just not a hater. Like, I, I can't be a hater. You know what I mean? I'm a supporter. I'm a cheerleader. I want to cheer on people and support them. That's my nature. But you don't really get that back sometimes. <laughs> it, going back, maybe it may seem like we got off topic, but we didn't. Going back to what we're talking about, the race and class thing, if you're going to have this culture in America where it comes to like soccer where it's somewhat elitist and it seems somewhat exclusionary the people that are like out of that bubble that care about the sport we gotta work together to try to change it and integrate it class wise and race wise Yeah, and not just black all the other people that are kind of getting excluded you know what I mean we gotta work together but if it's just like every man for himself kind of thing like it ain't gonna happen, cause like you said, it ain't changed much since you were seven. No, you didn't even know I, English. I, I, true. <laughs> um, the thing is, like, like I said, like I, it's not like if I haven't seen it grown, and I'm in a very diverse city, lived here most of my life. Yeah, and I can, I haven't seen like, oh wow, look at that man. It's a lot of people, not, not just like oh African or Caribbean or whatever background or like Brazilian or it's people just Americans just... playing, African Americans playing. Yeah. I've not seen that at all. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I may not be the most accurate, detailed description of growth for demographics, but how are you telling me your paper is? Why is your math? Uh, uh, why is any other math they're giving me any more accurate than me out there playing? 
Oh no, I feel you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like someone could be like, "Well, the number show. What numbers are these? Because I'm out there playing. I don't see it." Yeah, and, and granted, you're only playing in one area, but like, well, I've played in various areas of my life, but I'm saying like I, mean, I, I haven't mean, seen like, change. Yeah, but like at the same time, yeah, it's not really like changing that much. Even that guy um, that they had on uh, the MLS thing, the Black History Month thing, the guy that played for the Philadelphia Union, his parents are Jamaican, um, and I'm not, I'm not saying like it's a no, bad thing, but like. It wasn't, I mean, like, I think Joe Gio has some, um, I forgot, his dad was, like, from something like that, too. Yeah, like, I think he's probably Haitian or something yeah, like that. Yeah, his dad um, was something like that, like... Yeah, so it's not, like, growing in, like, the grass. The only one that ever really, like, the one that really stood out to me was just Eddie Johnson was the only one that just was, like, a real, like, American, yeah. African-American player. Maybe he could, uh, maybe he might be Caribbean, he might be from Barbados or something, too, you never know. He's from down there. Ancestry.com will tell us. <laughs> Stupid. Um, but, yeah, is it race or is it class? Um, obviously, it's both. Uh, but there's ways to fight against that, and I think that's what we're also talking about, like, working together and supporting each other, and, like, yo, we've been doing this for two years, we never missed a week, it ain't like we out here getting, I mean, we've put in thousands of dollars into We Made It, like, if you really look at it. Don't, like, don't say that. <laughs> no, it's true. When you talk about gas and, you know, all kinds of stuff, and, I mean, not like we have so much equipment, but, like, you know, pay, pay, pay subscriptions and, and keeping the website up and the podcast service going. Like, it's been a lot that we've put into we it. Got ten bucks back though. We we've gotten ten dollars and two cents back because we got the two cents from Radio Public, even though they haven't given it to us yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm so never and, a two cent check. And not that we haven't been trying. We've been sending so many emails and stuff. I said to say that you know. We do it for the love, obviously. And we do it to, like, grow the community. You know, that's why we take the time to, like, re, uh, see what's going on. And when we see people doing stuff, we support them or whatever. We talk about it. And that's the kind of thing that needs to keep going. Supporting the community. So, like, these race and class issues that everybody sees can kind of, like, we can start to push that out. And, like, br- make the sport actually be popular and, and popping in America. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, we would all love that. And we would I all would, benefit from that. would be awesome. That. That'd be great, yeah. Um, but until then, make sure you're subscribed on whatever <laughs> podcast. What the hell so funny? I'm about to tag the show. Uh, we made a podcast.com. <laughs> Have we made a podcast on the battle camera? Probably. Have we made a podcast on all social media? Um, check out Joe DeGruner. The yeah, check out Joe DeGruner on YouTube, and uh, make sure you check out Tiki Talk a podcast straight Talk out of Canada. Make sure you check out uh, what what uh, the boy Tarek is doing on uh, Apex Mufasa's Taquitos. I really wish he had an easier uh, gamer tag or something. But I think it's Mufasa's Taquitos with a zero, zero with and some other stuff for like a dollar sign. It's funny because you're not the only one that says that. But that's the homie though. Yeah, but 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 Tark's a real one. Um, he is a real one. Day one. Yeah, and you know I thought this episode might be like 25 minutes, but here we go. We almost got an hour. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, make sure you subscribe and make sure you know show some support to anybody else that's out there doing a soccer related show out of America and you're into the sport. It's free to to follow them on Spotify. You know, just be, just drop a follow on Spotify. Just click play on their episode. You, you, swirl, don't, you don't get a. It's not like it's a popping up all over your screen if you to follow. You know, just click play Show on the, Just click play on the joint and to turn it off if you don't want to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I listen to people's stuff at 1.5 on on Spotify. You know, I'm not trying to spend the whole hour, but I'll listen to it and I'll respond and I'll say something to it. But not everybody does that back. But it's all good. Um, but yeah, make sure you holler and uh, keep it locked. Please.
Hier, 